Hello, everybody. This is MILF Lovers Anonymous. I'm your host, Jonas Goldberg. And I'm Akiva. Yeah. Uh, well, it always sounds so professional in the beginning, and the moment we start speaking, it doesn't doesn't work out, because we suck. No. Uh, <laughs> but we're, we're local professional MILF lovers. We are professional MILF lovers, and we will fuck a MILF for free. That's our business. Because we love them. It doesn't, it's not a good business, no money is made, but we enjoy it, so what are you going to do about it? And we love milk. Now, today, I, uh, as the kids say, uh, I finna be real with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about something that's a little bit more personal to us. Uh, last episode, we talked about weird YouTube channels, and although uh, mine was kind of personal to me, it really wasn't, like, that serious. But this one is more personal to us. And this is our Jewish identities. Uh, we take great pride in the fact that uh, we are Jewish. Uh, and we both have not... You know, some people are born to Jewish families and they're kind of just Jewish all their lives. I'm not saying... And there's nothing wrong with that. But generally, you know, their path to becoming Jewish is generally a lot more standard. Our path was not exactly as standard even though we're both ethnically Jewish. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to talk about yours first or do you want to talk about mine first? Uh, I don't care how we do it. Um, why don't we pop into yours first? All right, okay. So for context, um, unlike my good friend Akiva here, uh, I did not... Um, I always knew I was ethnically Jewish. Uh, my dad is Jewish. My, 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 my mom is not, but my dad is Jewish. Um, and so I've always known I was Jewish and I've celebrated Jewish and I've celebrated Jewish holidays all my life. Um, you know, I always knew what Rosh Hashanah is. I always knew about, um, Yom Kippur, um, every holiday season we celebrate Hanukkah, but that was as far as my Jewish experience had gone, you know, realistically. Um, I kind of knew I was Jewish, but it was less like a thing that mattered to me. And it was more like an interesting, fun fact about me. Uh, now, I'd like to cut into the future, okay? Let's, I mean, I guess it's the past, I guess, I guess now. But like, you know, at the point of time that I'm talking about is the future. So, oh, wow, 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 uh, 80, uh, what, oh, oh, what is it? 85 miles per hour? Uh, it's like, like, you know, it's like the speed the DeLorean goes at. Uh, da 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 da. However it goes. Uh, <coughs> and, and now I'm in ninth grade in high school, and I'm going to um, a Christian school. Um, my parents never particularly cared if I about what type of school I went to. It just kind of happened that every school I went to was either a Catholic or a Christian school. Now in that school, um, I was noticing the Christianity being pushed on me very heavily. Now, I'm not getting mad about the fact that the school was telling me to be Christian because it's like, because it's like, whoa, it's almost like it was a Christian school, right? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of like going to like a murderer's house and then being shocked when he stabs you. It's like, oh my God, I never saw this coming, <laughs> you know? Uh, right. And, and um, <laughs> I will say like a Christian environment, um, <laughs> like it's it's gonna be pretty prominent and obvious and they're gonna make it very blatantly like if you're not christian you don't 
fit in, I guess. I don't so know. that's the thing about the school, uh, that's right? How I feel. The school was like the school did the school the way they the way they advertised and the way they acted were very different. So like the reason why we went was because the school was very much like, hey man, if you're not Christian, you can still come here. We're just about getting you into college. And they had some pretty good like college connections. They were they were very good on that aspect, and they were good at getting people into college. That's why my parents wanted me to go. Because um, so, they felt like it was the best place for you to, like, they felt like it was the best place for you to be set up for success. Correct. Um, okay. And for a, for a bit, I definitely think they did do that decently well. I liked my teachers. Um, I liked the way everything was run. But uh, as time went on, you slowly began to notice a lot of the cracks. Um, you know, uh, one of the major things I remember happening at that school was um, every, like, it was like either like every Tuesday or Wednesday, we would have a chapel service. And during most of the chapel services, we would have a guest speaker, you know, he'd come up and he'd go, hey, man, uh, I'd like to fuck God and his tight little pussy, you know, and that's basically... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and that's basically what they would say. And it was like, yeah, you know, like, you know, I get you, I guess. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, you know, that was basically it. But sometimes we'd have like a really special guest. And like, that was when we wouldn't even do chapel and we would just be called into the chapel. And then a guy would come out and he would just talk about God for a bit. And, there were two of these times that this happened that made me realize there was some shit wrong here. Yeah. First time, yeah. a guy walked out and, you know, he was like a former sheriff or something. That's not the bad part. I'm not going to fucking go on some like, if you if you were ever a sheriff in your entire life or if you're currently a sheriff, that's a bad thing. But like, basically, his entire speech, keep in mind, there's supposed to be like a religious service thing to teach us more about God but the entire time, he was just talking about, like, why we should respect Donald Trump. And listen, I don't, I'm not going to go into, like, a whole, like, political rant, but, like, Don't you, use, don't use your, don't use your, like, religious stance or, like, your, your stance in a former position of power to promote your political agenda, right? Partially I mean, that, but it's also just kind of, like, if I'm going into this place to learn about God, I want to learn about God. Even if, and like, I mean, like, even if I just, like, like, the thing is, I don't even care if I had agreed with his point of view, right? It's that, it's that it just had nothing to do with anything. It was very clear they were just trying to push an agenda on us. The same thing happened when I went to VidCon in 2018. They were, they were doing a panel about, like, video editing but the entire time they were just talking about feminism and it's like i agree with feminism but it's like that's not why i'm here so i walked out because it's like this is this is doing literally nothing for me <laughs> so i just left right like it's like going to like um when i would like i i so i used to volunteer in a retirement home right um, with with residents who suffered from Alzheimer's and dementia, and that's always been like a really important, um, you know, uh, uh, like 
thing for me. Like, that's always been an important topic um, to me because, you know, I see how it affects lives. Um, but, I, you know, I go into this event for, like, you know, for these residents with Alzheimer's and dementia, and I'm sitting there with a couple of my favorite <laughs> residents, and we're chilling, we're... Or drinking tea, or I think we were drinking lemonade, actually. Um, and, you know, we were having some snacks and stuff. And this dude comes in, and he's like, here's why you should vote. Like, it's important that you vote, even though, you know, you're you're near the end of your life. You need to vote. And it's like, but you were supposed to come in and, like, talk to us about, like, I think it was talking about how, like, you can adapt to life changes because your life is definitely changed once you're in a nursing home Correct. with a disease like that, um, with a condition and shit. But he was like, this is why you need to vote, and this is blah, 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 blah. And it was like, dude, like, I, I, I kind of sat there, and I looked over at um one of the residents, and the resident was like, she mouthed at me. She was like, what the fuck? And then she was like, can I, can I go to my room? I don't feel well. And the nurse kind of like was like, "All right, Eli, go uh, go go take um." Uh, and then I was like, "No, I'll I'll, I'll take um." They were like, "Okay, Akiva, thanks." And so I, you know, I took her back to her room, and she just sat down, and she was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> she was like, "I don't want to be told how to vote. I wanted to actually <laughs> learn about how to adapt to my new lifestyle." Um, and she was like, you know, I'm sorry, Akiva, but it seemed like you were uncomfortable too. And I was like, yeah, why don't we just sit and read or something? But it was just like, I, I hate those. I hate it when they like, they take this, this spot that they're given to talk about something. And then they're just like, nah, I'm going to fuck all of that. I'm going to talk about this topic. Um, and this is why you should listen to me. It's like, fuck off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that that's my rant. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um. So basically, like the United States was just like, listen, Doc, agree with you or not, this has nothing to do with anything, and it kind of, you know, there was kind of the sense in me that like I was kind of beginning to see like some cracks in because at the time I definitely considered myself a Christian. At the time, I I definitely believed in God. Well, I guess. I, I definitely believed in a Christian God, believed that Jesus rose from the dead, you know, whatever, all all that yeah. shit, right? Um, zombie Jesus, yeah. Yeah, zombie Jesus. Uh, we don't need to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, um, basically, uh, fucking, uh, but it just, it just felt really off to me. Then the next year, we had um, another speaker come in who would come from Egypt. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be really insightful. You know, we're going to learn a lot about this. Essentially, you know, he had come from Egypt, which at the, which essentially when he lived in Egypt, Egypt was still extremely tyrannical. I'm not acting like Egypt is a great country now, but like, it's a lot fucking better than like what it was, you know? I've actually met some. Um, I've met some refugees from Egypt uh, in the past who actually moved back to Egypt because apparently the way of life is like, or the quality of life is like better than it used to be. Oh, you know, um, I, I don't f- know. I don't know the exact politics or like condition of it, but I had a friend who lived in Egypt and she was very well off, and it seemed like she was doing really well. 
So it's uh, and so so I think that Egypt is getting a lot better. It's definitely not perfect, but it's getting better. Um, but at the time yeah. when when this guy was living there, it was obviously terrible. You know, um, you were people were getting persecuted simply because they weren't Muslim, and that's and that's and that's obviously not okay. You know, but what he said during that conference, like fucking like disturbed me. He essentially said that um, the Islam that groups like ISIS and Al Qaeda practice are the true forms of Islam. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, and I was oh. like, what the fuck? And I think that the main that... thing about that moment, those moments that really made me think, was that I guess that part of the reason why I kind of felt outcast was, I guess, partially because I was Jewish. You know, you know, not completely. But part of me, it always felt mm-hmm. like, I guess kind of felt like I didn't quite belong. Not, 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 not that, I guess. I'm trying to figure out what I wanted to say. Um, I guess I did. I guess I just felt like something just felt like I was different. I always felt like I was different, I guess. And I guess that was part of the yeah. reason why. But the whole Muslim thing kind of made me think, if somebody said that about fucking Jewish people, right? Like that, yeah, like, like if someone said that about me, right? How would I react? Because right now I'm angry, right? But I'm angry for another group. But if somebody said that about said that about me how would i feel would i be angry would i be scared would i be you know and so have you heard of um have you have you heard of lev tahor i have not so it's like i mean there's like obviously like extremism in every group like there's always <laughs> there's it's unfortunate but there is extremism correct um but the main jewish extremist group right now is lev tahor and um, a lot of people are escaping it, thankfully, but they've had to move from multiple countries because they abuse children and they're, they're very like, um, they're very, very, very extreme. Um, but that would be like if a, a Jew that like, a former uh, Jew. Uh, let's, let's say, let's say a Christian, let's say, a, let's say a Christian grew up near, or a Muslim grew up near Lev Tahor and then went and was like, no, 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 the the true form of Judaism is Lev Tahor. Like, that, that's, that's just, that's encompassing and putting words in people's mouths, and, like, there's obviously such a divert. And the thing is, is with Muslims, I know a lot of Muslims that are, like, uh, the least extreme people I've met, and they're so kind. Um, like, Muslim culture is absolutely beautiful. There's beautiful art, poetry, um, music, like, um generally they're very accepting like obviously there's going to be people in every community that aren't very accepting but like n- no that's such like a blanket statement and i would be i i would have i'm very confrontational i would have i would have stood up <laughs> and said something but that's just me it's not, i'm very very confrontational but here's the fact of the matter um yeah that's what i was gonna say um shit I had a fucking thought in my mind, and now it's just fucking just gone. Shit. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're <laughs> fine. Uh, so wait, so left to whore. Uh, um, 
I guess that, uh, oh, fuck, <laughs> shit, uh, <coughs> um, I guess that, uh, it just, um, I guess it just kind of just, uh, it made me kind of think, uh, fuck, I can't, I can't fucking get over the fact that I, that I fucking, because it was a good point too, god fucking, just piece of shit, uh, would you kind of say that that was like one of the straws that broke the camel's back, so to speak? I would say so. Um, it definitely did. Like, it was so just like appalling just to hear that. Right. Um, you know, what? I would, I, would be, I would be horrified to hear that. Oh, no, I remember what I was going to say. I remember, I remember exactly what I was going to say. The thing is that with all religions, there are going to be shitty people who are going to practice their religions however they want to. Sometimes that'll be in a great way. Sometimes it's in a shitty way. Some some fucking like you know like you know there are Jews who practice forms of Judaism that are fucking appalling, and there are some that practice it in a way that works for everybody. You know, it depends right, on just what you're doing. You can't you can't just say a blanket right. You can't just say a blanket statement like this is how they really act because everyone practices That's differently. So bad. Right. right. That's terrible. Like, uh, that's not okay. So it began to kind of make me think more and more about that. Uh, you know, as I began looking more into my Jewish side of my, of, of just, of just, I guess myself, I began to kind of just feel just, it just felt better, I guess. And I think that for a time, I think that it was definitely just because it was different. It wasn't Christianity, and I liked that more. But as time went on, and as I began to learn more, I just began to like it more and more. I began to take more pride in that fact. Now, mm -hmm. of course, as time went on, the more I took pride in it, the more I made that known. Uh, definitely, so I, I, I wouldn't say I truly experienced anti-Semitism. Because, you know, with that school, while with Muslims, there was this deep hatred... With Christians, it was a, excuse me, a, with, with Jews, it was a weird fascination. So I never got um, comments like, you so, killed Jesus, but it was stuff so, like, hmm? So, um, to kind of on that note, did you, um, did you grow up with, like, any Jews in your community? I don't, I don't know. Did you grow up in kind of like a small town setting with, like, not a lot of I knew no Jews in my life other than the ones I was related to. So, okay. Yeah. So that was my, were any of them kind of, were, were any of them kind of like observant at all? Or were they all um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm ethnically Jewish, but I'm, I'm a Catholic or I'm a Christian. So my like... dad is extremely, extremely secular. My, okay. uh, my grandparents, I think to a certain extent, kind of ruined judaism for him not even just because of the fact that they practiced it wrong or anything they were just his his parents were just kind of overbearing and so mm -hmm. it just kind of made him move away from that which is unfortunate but it makes sense you know um but everyone that lives away from me like you know my my jewish family who doesn't live near me are all very observant uh they 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 do take great pride in that, but there's also parts because they live in LA, so and so you know they're kind of surrounded by an environment that encourages them. While with me, I really didn't have that. Uh, mm -hmm. So 
like, I remember that one of the oddest comments, I might have told you this one, but one of the oddest comments I ever got was a teacher said that because I was Jewish, I was able to speak Arabic. And, and like, I was kind of, and I was kind of just like, dog, if you're going to stereotype me, at least, at least fucking do it correctly. Well, Jonas, I mean, I don't understand why you're not speaking Arabic. I mean, I'm Jewish too, so therefore I'm fluent. Oh, that's true. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm just a bad Jew, I guess. Fuck. Ah, uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. I fucked it up. I'm sorry. This is all my fault. Uh, but I, I, I guess that one of the things that, uh, I guess it kind of just soured. I wouldn't say sour. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to say this. I guess it kind of just made me think more. But as I went on, I I think one of the things that kind of did help me embrace it was my cross-country coach. Now, mm. on paper, when you saw him, and you and if you spoke to him, he was a very general conservative Christian man. And if you spoke to him, you'd be like, okay, sure, whatever. I get this guy. But if you knew him, he was not like that at all. I mean, he was. He was a conservative Christian man. But he wasn't just that, if you get what I'm saying. When he found out I was Jewish... Yeah, that wasn't his whole... It wasn't his whole personality. He didn't turn it into a toxic <laughs> trait. He didn't turn his, like, political or religious beliefs into something unhealthy. Correct. You know? When he found out I was Jewish, he wanted to help encourage that. For context, at the end of one of our practices... Um, um, we, after all, pretty much after everything that we did at that school, we would pray, you know, like, you know, that's standard. I'm not going to get mad at the school for that. That makes sense. You know, I'm not going to get pissed off at them for that. That that's pretty standard. But one time he said, do you know any Jewish prayers? And I said, I know a few. And he said, do you want to do one? And I said, sure. And that made me feel welcome. You know, it's hit me me with one. Yeah. What 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 uh what what Jewish what Jewish blessings do you know? Let, it wasn't. Uh, what, what, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a lot. The only one I know is the Hanukkah prayer. So Hanukkah. Uh, so so that was the one I did. But it made me feel welcome. You know. Uh, yeah. And I. Think, I mean, not necessarily like not necessarily like the correct because I mean I guess what. You, Sorry, uh, not necessarily. Like, it's about like making you feel welcomed, and at least like you were able to like express your Judaism, <laughs> even if it was like a small gesture, you know. Correct. Right. No, I, I. Well, the thing is that in my situation, I took what I could get. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> when somebody showed that they gave somewhat of a shit, I was like. Hell yeah, I'll take that shit. <laughs> you know, uh, I'll take your shit. <laughs> I will. Shit. I will buy your shit, and I'll and you'll get Give interest back. Uh, Give me. It's like a Shark Tank thing. Sharks. I'm gonna. I'm, gonna I'm. I'm selling my. Sh- I'm. I'm doing a shit business. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna shit in this toilet here, and then I'm gonna bag it up, and I'm gonna send it to people. All right, John. <laughs> Um, all right, John, here's the thing. I like your idea, but I think it's starting a little bit rocky. I'll give you 500000 for a 30% stake. Mmm, I don't know. I don't know. That's, uh, that's pretty risky. Uh, 
if you do, I don't know, if we lower that to 20, maybe I could go for it. Mm, like, 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 you know, I mean, you know what? We should do that. We should run a shit business. But that's, that's a, that can be a private uh, business conversation. We don't want anyone stealing our ideas. No, that's, um, that, that's, <laughs> that's going to be our first merch. Yeah, just, you, yeah, just buy our shit. Just fucking just buy it, you know? Literally, it. literally buy our poop. Buy it. It's <laughs> going to be a shirt, and it's going to be a proud owner of Akiva and Jonas's poop. Exactly. Uh, <coughs> so, as my high school neared an end, by that point, I was already pretty happy with my Jewish identity. I had begun on Jewish holidays, wearing, wearing my kippah to school. Um, and just in general, I was just, I was just feeling a lot more happy in my Judaism. Now, mm-hmm. once I began, uh, going to college, I was kind of hoping I would meet a larger Jewish community. The school that I was going, well, I guess that I am going to, is a very large school. You know, so I was hoping that maybe I might find a lot of Jewish people. It turns out, no, <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> just no. Uh, so essentially, I still felt, I wouldn't say completely alone. No, I did feel completely alone. That's a lie. I did. But that was also just because um, I was, that's also because I didn't know how to put myself out there. So I just felt alone just in general, not uh, not just Jewishly wise. Um, then in March 2022, something Really, uh, something kind of sad happened. You know, just a little sad. Uh, my grandfather passed away. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. I was literally there for you during that. I remember. <laughs> okay. Wow. You that were was... not. You were not there it's for awesome. that. I did not know you at that point. But I thought you did. No. I... Wait. No. Wait. 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 Yes. Uh, it was after that. My bad. Correct. It was, it was after that. Yes. Uh, but at That's that point. Still... Uh, but at that point. I essentially, again, felt like I had nobody. And I guess it kind of sparked up those ideas of, I want a Jewish community, at least to some extent. So, I began to search for areas where I could find a Jewish community. Akiva probably knows where this story is going. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I, so, I go onto a site that's called Disboard. Now, Disboard is a site, sounds like another fucking advertisement. Uh, Discord is a site where you can go on and you can look up uh, Discord servers. And I just put in the word Jewish. And I find a server that's called Jewish Safe Space. And I decided just to start chatting there. Now this is the point where me, where Akiva and my stories start to collide a little bit. This is where, like, you know, this is kind of like where we're playing, like... This is kind of like where we're playing. This is kind of like where we're playing, like The Last of Us Two. Spoilers for Last of Us Two, I guess. Uh, this is where we're playing The Last of Us Two, and this is where like Ellie and Abby meet, and this is where like, their stories meet up, and you're like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" Uh, <coughs> uh, wild. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, at this point, our stories meet up. Essentially, at this point, I was meeting a lot of Jewish people. And I was learning more about Judaism. At this point, I'd always kind of felt like a fake Jew. I'd always felt like, I guess I was like a faker, I guess. But after people 
began to speak to me. It began to kind of make me feel like that wasn't the case. That was really helpful to a certain extent, you know, to help me feel like, you know, even if you do maybe have some learning to do, you're not a fake Jew, you know, like, you know, you're doing like, you know, the best that you can realistically in this situation. And that was helpful. And as I began to go on, I began to learn more and more about Judaism. Um, I began to celebrate more, more Jewish holidays more actively. I began to learn more. Uh, I began to do more. And, uh, and the biggest step that I took is that recently, on a whim, I wore my kippah to school. And it felt nice. Nobody noticed it. Nobody cared. And that's how I wanted it to be. I didn't want anyone to notice or care. And that felt nice. <laughs> Uh, and I guess that now, I guess I went from being kind of like a little bit like, eh, about that identity to being very proud of it. So I guess Mm -hmm. that is the basic of my story. It's not exactly a super interesting story, but it is indeed my story. I think it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, mean, shit, you just, you just took half an hour to talk about it. I think it's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that is kind of true. I did just I, I did literally just take half an hour to talk about that. Uh no, I think your story is really interesting. Also, yeah, you're right. I just for some reason time has blended together for me for the last friggin' year. So like fucking like, oh man. No, it wasn't March that we started talking, but we did start talking like I think a little bit after um, like we, we were always kind of talking on and off, I mm-hmm. think, but I don't remember exactly. We started talking uh, in June. June is when we started talking, talking. Talking, talking. May is like when we met. When that thing with my work happened and shit. Yes. Anyway, um, well, I was always in the same server as you. I just wasn't yes. super active. I kind of lurked because I was scared. Anyway, um, so. You. Uh, me. So, I grew up um, in an area called New England. Um, now, New England is very much... Uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes it feels like they took policies from 1776 when they declared independence and were like, yep, that's good for forever. Um, but... Uh, Anyway, um, so I kind of grew up, my mom didn't really care about religion, uh, but my grandmother did. Um, my grandmother took a lot of, um, she basically made me assume in my young age that, like, my only time I would ever get to spend with her would be going to church functions. Um, I grew up in a Christian denomination that is now considered a cult. Um, it is called the Pe- Apostolic Pentecostal Movement. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, that indoctrinated and um, kind of, I'm going to say brainwashed me a little bit into, like, fearing God. And I was afraid of God. I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, happy in that relationship. Like, it wasn't, like, a positive relationship. It felt like I was afraid of this power, and there was nothing, like, 
I wasn't loved by this power. I was afraid of it. Um, so I kind of grew up and, um, you know, as you can probably guess, since I talk about the fact that I have a male fiance, um, I'm, I'm not straight. I'm not (laughs) fully gay, but like I'm, I'm queer. I, I identify as queer. Um, and my, my, like, Growing up in the apostolic Pentecostal movement, that wasn't really okay. Um, there was a lot of scary stuff in the apostolic movement, like the feeling, the spirit, like the where people basically like scream in gibberish and wiggle around and stuff, and like basically fake seizures. Um, but it's not a seizure; it's them feeling the spirit when in reality they're just kind of having. It seems like they're just having a breakdown. Um. And that was scary. And I didn't like it. I never felt anything good about it. Um, So, uh, but growing up, I grew up with a lot of the, um, the grandchildren of Holocaust survivors. So I grew up with a lot of Jews. Not like a lot, a lot, but like a good amount. Like probably like in every class, I had like two or three Jewish kids that were my friend. Right. Um, I even grew up with like one girl who, uh, you'll hear about her later. Uh, but she was like my close friend growing up, especially through high school, uh, middle school. Um, so I kind of like, and I was going to like Pentecostal learning things. Um, Sunday was church and worship. Uh, Mondays and Wednesdays were like, class and oh man I I hated it I I started to resent it um my mom didn't really care about religion she made it so my grandmother would never baptize me um but I left the uh I left the Christian religion um when I was younger when I was like 13 and then I kind of like so what, like I was, I was like a agnostic atheist, I guess, for a while. Um, I was not religious. I kind of resented religion, um, like to the point where I was kind of hateful and spiteful and angry. Right. Um, and then I realized, wow, it, and then I realized, wow, it's actually kind of exhausting being hateful. Yeah, shockingly. Yeah, <laughs> shockingly, it's it's actually really tiring being being angry all the time. Um, so I, out of curiosity, I went to a Catholic church out of pure curiosity and I felt pretty welcomed. Um, everyone was pretty nice to me. Uh, and I even got like a little gift bag of like holy water and a rosary. And it was a very nice rosary too. Um, it was nice, you know? I was like, okay, cool. I feel a little welcomed. Um, but then they, like, started converting me and started indoctrinating me and started, like, honestly, they started, like, brainwashing me into their system. Um, and I hated it. Uh, like, but I loved it at the same time. Like, I was just, like, brainwashed into loving it. I was going, like, to church functions, like, six days a week 
like, like, uh, Sundays would be church service. So, I mean, I guess all week I'd be going to like church functions and stuff. Um, but I had similar, I had similar like things like you where, but like, the thing is, is like, I would ask questions about like, um, where does this actually talk about Jesus? Why does this actually make sense? And they'd just be like, Oh, read the Bible. And I'd read the Bible and I'd be like, okay, this still doesn't make sense. Whereas like, is there any other like commentary, like anything? No. Um, I was like, fucking, I was like, all right. Um, and then leading up to my baptism, I cut down from six days a week to four days a week, church functions. And the priest, um, the priest, uh, told me I'm not a good Catholic and he would never baptize me until I went back to more church functions. Fuck. Um, so I said, go fuck yourself. Right. Um, and this priest is a very well-known pedophile now. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so I called him that. Uh, and he got red in the face, pointed at the door and said, get the fuck out. He said, you're banned from this church. You're never coming back. And I'm like, all right. Um, so I left. Um, and I went to the <coughs> Episcopal Church. Um, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's like, it feels like a mix of like Anglicanism and Catholicism. It's, it's, it, it, it felt good, you know, um, for a while, <coughs> but then I started asking those questions again and they went, they would do the same thing. They'd tell me, look in the Bible and right, I'd look in the Bible and then, and then I'd be like, and I'd be like, this doesn't make sense make it make sense, like, like, explain it to me, because I'm trying to understand it, and they'd be like, oh, read the Bible. You know what that reminds me of? What? There's a fucking <laughs> podcast that's called, uh, Come Town, uh, and one of the hosts on that podcast talks about how he ran, like, this scam, like, tutoring business, where, like, what he would do would be, like, people would, like, pay him, like, $120 to, like, tutor them. And, like, but then what he would do, basically, he would, like, would basically, he would, like, like, get them to, like, figure it out for themselves. Because, like, he had, like, no idea how to do it. And so he would basically do nothing, and then they would figure it out, and then he get fucking paid for it. That's just what that reminded me of. So, so I get, um... I, I get, I convert, I get baptized, confirmed, and received into the Episcopal Church. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. But then I realize, like, wait, all of these, like, members of this church are, like, ex-Catholics that just wanted to get divorced. And I'm like, okay, but they might be accepting of, like, queer people. Nope. Very homophobic. And, like, obviously the church itself, like, the Episcopal Church itself, very accepting and LGBT-friendly and all that, but very homophobic and transphobic, a lot of the congregants, because they're just ex-Catholics that wanted to get divorced or didn't like one thing about the Catholic Church and wanted to leave. Right. Jeez. Fuck. And, like, and, like, I don't know, I don't know. I had, so, I had, like, a 
So I just had a moment. I was like, I don't, I don't think this is right for me. Like at my brain, I was just like, I don't know what I want. I don't know where I want to go, but I, this is not right for me. Um, I even, I even called like the local Muslim chapter. Uh, they never got back to me because I was like, I basically said like, I'm not interested in converting, but I want to learn. Uh, right. and they went, uh, they went, went uh, and then, you know, obviously not all Muslim communities are like that, but I do know some are very like heavy on trying to convert people. Um, some, and that's like with every, almost every religion. Uh, except Judaism. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause Judy, cause we're forbidden from, uh, what's the, what's the term proselytizing. Right. So, so, you know, I finish, um, so I like my, so growing up, so, um, I'm going to kind of backtrack to like middle school. All right. So I grew up with this girl. Her name, her name was, um, Let's give her an, a different name. Just to, um, her name was uh, uh, Fizzles. All right, Fizzles. <laughs> all right. Sounds like it sounds like a stripper name, but all right. <laughs> no, no. Ah, uh, damn. Um, okay. Uh, Let's go with Fizzles. I'm with fine with the, Fizzles. Fizzles. Okay. Well, her name was Fizzles. Um and <laughs> um. So, uh, her name was Fizzles. Growing up, like, her mom was a, like, lunch monitor at the school that we went to in middle school. So, and they were, they were Jewish. Um, Fizzles and, uh, you know, Fizzles' mom. Um, so I would get, like, and I didn't know like why at first I didn't know I didn't keep track of holidays or anything but they would bring me like food from like food that they cooked from like dinners for those holidays like around Hanukkah um they would bring me latkes and like uh um the apple fritters or whatever they were called um right around Rosh Hashanah I got like a slice of apple honey cake um around like around uh like sometimes on Shabbos they would bring me or Shabbat they would bring me like um, for those of you who don't know the Shabbos or Shabbat that's the Jewish Sabbath around the Jewish Sabbath they would bring me like challah that they baked or like um, uh, stuff like that I, they would bring me like food pertaining to the holidays and they'd be like oh well you know this is the holiday they'd explain it to me a little bit but they'd also just be like here like here's yummy food enjoy um here's yummy homemade food. And me, I'm like, hmm, like, ooh, yeah. But also, like, I always appreciated, um, I always appreciated that, like, like learning about, you know, whatever Jewish culture I could learn about. Because I, I understood that, like, there aren't a lot of, there weren't, there, there aren't a lot of Jews in my area. There's a good amount, like, there's a decent amount in my area, but we're nowhere near, like, you know, like, major cities, like L.A., Chicago, New York, like, the big, where there's a lot of Jews, Cleveland, Cincinnati, like, stuff like that. Um, So, you know, 
kind of get what you get. Um, there was another kid, I think he was Orthodox, um, but he was, he was a good kid too. But around the holiday season, he would like bring stuff in. He would like play dreidel and he would like play dreidel with like some of the kids and he would teach kids about like this, that, and the other and all that. Um, and that was kind of fun, but that was like my connection to Judaism, um, growing up. Now, um, you know, flash forward into high school, um, I'm with, like, I'm with, I, I, I meet this guy, um, didn't really, like, didn't really, like, like him too, too much, um, he made a lot of anti-Semitic jokes, um, and there was one Jewish kid in our group, like, in our friend group. Um, and this is the friend group where I met, uh, the guy that I call my brother because we're just very close friends. We've been friends since 2014, like eight All years. Right. Uh, and that's pretty fucking long. That's a pretty decent chunk of my life. And then think about it. Like him and I are probably going to stay friends until like, we're really old. That's like a, a majority of my life, him being friends with me, you know? Um, so you know, I, um, I, like, I started to kind of distance myself from him because he's, like, bullying this Jewish kid in our group. Um, and then I completely cut ties with him after he took it too far and then put all the blame on me. Jeez. Fuck. He, he was not a good guy, um, by any measure. He was a, he was just a terrible person. Um, and as far as I know, he still is. Um, so trigger warning, um, mention of suicide. Uh, he bullied that Jewish girl fizzles into committing suicide. Fuck shit. Um, so that like angered the whole, uh, you might want to bleep out the the S word. I don't know how YouTube is going to be with censoring or whatever, but like, so, um, so I'm just like, all right, fucking wow. Um, and this, at this point I'm like out of both, like I'm out of Christianity at this point. I'm kind of like, uh, nah, Christianity's run its course. I'm kind of okay. I'm good. I'm set. Right. Um, so I move about I move about an hour away um, with my like I was living with my sister at this point. Um, so I move up to uh, a little like small small town, and there was like one other Jew. There was like one Jewish kid at this high school. He was he was nice. Him and I got along very well. Um, and they have something called. It's called, like, a senior project or whatever. Yep, I do a senior project, yep. And it's, like, you have to do something you've never done before. So it was, like, okay. My first thing was, like, why don't I interview, like, people from every, like, the major religions in the area, ask them these, you know, questions, and then after that, you know, I'll put it all together and I'll kind of be, like, okay, this is what I learned about this faith. And they were like, okay, cool, we approve that senior project. But 
um, I get in touch with like this Catholic priest. He inter- like I interview him. I talk and talk to, and he guilt trips me into doing a fucking profession of faith. What the fuck? Jeez. He made me do a profession of faith. Why? And then he gifts me, and then he gifts me like this gold crucifix and like um these two rosaries and this bottle of holy water and like this this rosary booklet and he's like you know if you pray this amount of decades a day blah 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 and i'm like what the fuck and i leave and i'm like and i'm holding this and i have a smile on my face and then i like as soon as i leave my smile drops my mood shifts to a bad mood and i'm like oh i was like wait like he just gave me all these things and he wants me to convert back that that's literally it yeah exactly yeah it was so i i I, so i um i did not destroy these things they are given away i did not destroy them you know just so people know i didn't just like destroy or break these things um but i meet with this rabbi right Mm -hmm. and at first i'm like okay wait like at first, I was like, um, you know, because, like, my idea of Judaism was that it was this blanket thing. I didn't think there was, like, diversity of, like, Jewish religion. I knew there was a diversity of Jewish ethnicity, but I didn't know there was, like, diversity of, like, Jewish practice and, like, level of observance and so on and so forth. I didn't know that. Right. Um, which, you know, fair enough. Um... So I I talked um so I talked to this rabbi. Um and this rabbi is a awesome, awesome rabbi. I love her to death. Like I still go to her services and talk to her um kindest, like kindest, most sympathetic rabbi I've ever met person I've ever met. I mean there's other you know, there's other, obviously other kind and sympathetic rabbis, but she's just awesome um we talk and i'm like okay hold on so then i uh i go and i change my senior project to i want to study judaism and at the end i want to like decide whether or not i want to convert did they approve that and yeah oh i thought the story was about to take a bad turn no no they they approved it um so I go and I, um, I, you know, I, I go in and I, I, I start studying and I'm learning and I'm like, okay, cool. And then, um, something unfortunate happened in my life, uh, where I then had to move an hour away to the seacoast mm. of, uh, my, my, my state, um, which I was very upset about at first, but then I like, I met with the rabbi of that area and I'll tell you what, I never became more like, I, I'm obviously still very invested in study and everything, but I just enveloped myself in study. I felt at home. I felt great. I went to every single service. I went to Shabbat night and morning services. I went to like, I did everything. I like, 
and I still study as much as I do. Like I still study a lot, but like I, I, I basically continued my conversion journey. Um, and then I moved back home to, um, to my, like one of my towns that I lived in and moved in with my parents after I turned 18. Um, cause I aged out of like the, the children's home I lived in. Um, I wasn't <laughs> funny enough. I wasn't allowed to fast on Yom Kippur. Why? Uh, because, uh, because they considered it hurting myself. Hmm. And I, and I said, what did you do when you had that Muslim kid? And they were like, Oh, we, we let him fast on Ramadan. And I'm like, okay, but, and they were like, well, yeah, but we just like, you know, sun after sundown or whatever, or whenever they can eat, um, forgive me for not being super educated on Muslim practice. Right. Um, but you know, I think it's after sundown they can eat. I think, I don't remember exactly, but there's a certain time where they can eat. You know what? No, um, it is that. And I'm, and, and I'm pretty sure it is that because we were seeing a meme where it was some shit like Muslims in Antarctica waiting for the sun to set so they can eat. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, um, I'm just, you know, like, uh, I was like, okay, whatever. I also wasn't allowed to finish my conversion. <laughs> Um, they didn't allow me to because I would have had to. So if you're, this is kind of, um, so, um, to convert to Judaism, you have to, uh, be circumcised. Um, if you're already circumcised, they do something called a Hatafat Dam Brit or Brit, which is basically they do, um, they take like basically like a lancet for like blood testing or whatever. And, um, they take, a, dr- a drop of blood from the site of the circumcision. And that's like part of the conversion because then it shows like, oh, you're rededicating yourself to the covenant. So on and so forth. You know, Wait. obviously like so a, religious, a religious Jewish conversion. Yeah. Oh. Um, hmm. You don't have to go through that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I did uh, in the future. But um, they, the children's home would not, in the state, would not let me do it because they considered it self-harm. Mm. Um, which was ridiculous. But anyway, I moved back to my right. hometown that I lived in with my parents. And I, like, I, I was okay. Like, I fit in okay with the new synagogue, like the synagogue I started going to. But it didn't feel the same. Um, I was still pretty observant, but I wasn't like crazy, crazy observant. Um, I would go to synagogue every once in a while. Um, you also know me. I work food service, and I work a lot. Um, so, like, I would only really go when I could. Um, but, oh, excuse me. Sorry, I'm stretching Jesus. Oh, my back hurt. Anyway, um, so... You know, uh, a couple of, like a, a year passes and I finalize my conversion and get my Hebrew name and, you know, all, all that stuff. Um, and now granted, I didn't really find much of a Jewish community. Um, during my conversion, I had a friend who was Jewish that lived in, um, Virginia. 
Um, and they're Ashkenazi and they were awesome. Um, I got to learn a lot about like Jewish home life and like stuff like that. Um, it really changed my like view of levels of observance. Um, you know, it, it definitely upped my level of observance, I would say. Um, I learned way more than I thought I would. Um, just by like being in an observant Jewish home. Right. So yeah, it was like, really it was like, yeah, it was, it was honestly really cool. Um, you know, and I mean, fuck it. Like it's worth the trip, like Virginia, whatever, like not too far, like a 12 hour drive for me. For me, that's nothing. Cause I, I love traveling. Um, but yeah, uh, so I would spend like some, ho- I spent a couple holidays with them. Um, I'm still in touch with that family. They're very, some, um, but yeah, like. I learned a lot about that. I started like wearing um, what's called tzitzit, which is like fringes. Um, it's on the four corners of the garment, like strands that run, like basically strings that come down on right. each corner of the garment, four corners. Um, and I would start wearing my like kippa, my yarmulke in public more often. Um, but I never really like found a Jewish community online. Like here and there, I would like find Facebook groups that didn't really like do much. Um, and then I went on Discord in like 2021 or 2022, like late 2021 going into 2022. And I found Jewish safe space. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and uh, I still, every year I observe the like day of mourning for like my 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 friend uh fizzles right who uh who passed away um you know because you know i kind of dedicate a little bit of my jewish conversion to to her right um you know i mean i would even i I even if i have a daughter you know because i do plan on having kids um if i have a daughter i'm gonna name i'm gonna give like the hebrew her hebrew name to my daughter or um just as like a dedication um but yeah um uh, and i mean i've experienced quite a bit of anti-semitism no really uh, since no. i became very visibly jewish um i like i was a manager at one uh franchise of the food service company that i worked for um in another state and they hired a big tall muscular man who stole money on camera um but i wasn't allowed to touch handle or count money oh my god anymore and then i was threatened constantly with beatings lynchings um i was blamed for this that and the other um so yeah uh Flash forward to, I think, I think it was 2021. Yeah, it was 2021, um, like March or April 2021. I do a DNA test because I had an aunt that was very much not a credible source of information. She was, she's a pathological liar. She's very much, um, unfortunately, a drug addict and a drunk. Um, <clears throat> a whole nine yards. Um, 
wanted. She is now wanted in like ten different counties. Well, that's awesome. That that's fucking awesome. Hell yeah, I respect your aunt. Hell yeah, I mean, not for everything, but just for that. Hell yeah, I fucking okay. Listen, Um, uh, small tangent. I fucking love drug addicts. They're so funny. Anyways, continue. Um. So, yeah. So, she told me like, "No, we have we're, we're Jewish on your mom's father's side." And I'm like, "Nah, no, 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 not true." Well, I take um one DNA test that isn't good at finding Jewish DNA. Then I take another DNA test that's like good for finding Jewish DNA. And Bing, 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 Ashkenazi Jewish. Um, so I was like, huh, huh. all right, cool. Um, so yeah, I like, I'm ethnically Jewish and I've, I've gone and I've tried to find my Jewish family. Uh, but unfortunately the, you know, my mother's father passed away from heart issues, um, in 1990, whatever. Uh, and I can't find evidence, uh, like, I can't, cause like all the names are like Catholic French names. So I think they were forced to convert. Um, there are names that are linked to my family that I can't find like an exact direct link, but they are linked to my family, like Shulman, Apfelbaum. Um, and I don't remember the third one, but yeah, um, I am going to try and reclaim one of my, when I get married, I'm going to claim my Jewish name back for like my family. And then I'm going to, um, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to like hyphenate it with my fiance's anyway. Um, so flash forward to, <laughs> uh, this year, um, Jonas knows this, uh, but I had a very unfortunate, um, anti-Semitic incident happen at one of my workplaces. Um, I saw a video of it. It was was after the tragedy that happened in Uvalde, Texas. Um, and my coworker happens to be from Texas. So I came up to him and I asked him, you know, I said, Hey, I'm, I'm sure you heard about what happened in Texas. Um, I'd be pretty shaken up if something like that happened, you know, and I was that far away from my home state. And he was like, no, that's bullshit. It's all made up. You know, this is, and you know who runs the media, blah, blah, blah. And he started denying the Holocaust. Um, And he went on this whole tangent about how Jews run the world. Every, basically every anti-Semitic trope was yelled at me for like 45 minutes. Um, I went to my employer and my employer went, okay, we're going to deal with this. Like, we're going to handle it. Don't worry. So I was like, okay, maybe they actually will. Well, um, no, uh, they did not. Um, three, like two weeks later I got, well, what do you expect? Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Right. Um, And I was like, oh, that was fucked. So, um, I left, uh, I put in my two weeks and they were like, no, we're going to pay you your last two weeks and today's your last day. I'm like, okay, fine. So, um, I get a paycheck and then, and they tell me, okay, you're going to get your next paycheck. And it didn't arrive. And they were like, no, 
we gave you all your money that we owe you. And I was like, no, you're incorrect. Um, and I told them I'm going to get a lawyer if I don't get my paycheck. And they didn't. They were like, oh, well, actually, you're going to get your paycheck this week. And I'm like, okay, that week comes. Nothing. Another week comes. Nothing. The next week on a Monday, not a payroll day, on a Monday, I get my check. I get a check, like, deposited suddenly, not pending, just a suddenly deposited paycheck um, of the amount that, that was missing. So I was like, huh. Wonder where that came from. Yeah. Uh, actively, actively, I am uh, suing uh, the, this former employer uh, for discrimination um, and emotional damages. I am suing them actively for uh, a good amount of money because that set me back financially a lot. I'm still recovering from that missing paycheck. Yeah, that makes sense. Even though I got. I got it like three weeks late. Actually, no, I got it like a month and a half late. So that set me back so much. Exactly. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, yeah. So, and then now I'm still kind of uncomfortable being visibly Jewish in public. Um, I'm trying to get back into being visibly Jewish, but, um, I'm still very proud of my Jewish identity. I'm just kind of like taking a safety break for a minute, so to speak. <laughs> right. A pretty reasonable thing to do at this current moment in time. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, that's um, that's my riveting story. <laughs> we have now told our riveting tales of... Uh, uh, these riveting tales. We laughed, we cried, you know. We shit our pants. We did indeed shit our pants, and that was my favorite part, personally. I love a good... I love a good shit we in busted the pants. A, we busted a nut in the mills, you know? Well, that's... I mean, I mean, I guess. I mean, like, that's part really not... I mean, that's, like, the part that's, like, you kind of, like, assume. Like, that's probably, like, it's kind of the part where it's, like, yeah... Like, of course you did. Like, obviously. Like, that's the part you don't really need to, like, state. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of like, yeah. Absolutely. <coughs> you know, I'm, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for, like, a year from now. We're not even, like, we don't even mention the name of our podcast. Just because, like, <laughs> we just picked the name on a fucking whim. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> we picked the name. Uh, hold there, folks. I'm going to tell you the reason why we picked this name. Uh, <coughs> the reason why we started this podcast, this is not a joke, is because one time, <coughs> if I can stop dying, uh, Fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard the song, uh, It's Been So Long by, uh, The Living Tombstone, it's a Five Nights at Freddy's song. And my good friend Akiva said, and my and my good friend Akiva here said that it had been a long time. So I, obviously, in a situation who wouldn't, I went. It's been so long since I busted a nut inside your mom, and that uh, I guess they apparently love that so much they wanted to start a podcast with me. So 
Uh, now you get to hear the, and so now you get to hear our completely delusional and insane uh, ramblings. So, uh, you, so uh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, uh, this is uh, this is what you get, I guess. You get to hear us talk for a whole fucking hour. <laughs> yeah, for a whole hour. Uh, some people may consider this a. There's a small percentage of people who may consider this a blessing. A large percent of the people who may consider this a curse, but that's not really our concern. Um, on that note, it has been an hour with Jonas and Akiva, and because of that, it's time for us to go and uh, just fucking just be insane. We're just going to do some crazy shit. You'll see us on the news just doing just crazy, insane shit. Like, you don't, like, like you don't even know. You know, the crazy shit we're about to do. It's going to be wild. Uh, as the kids say, uh, we finna be wild. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's about it. Still, still, still got to do an intro, uh, an outro. Uh, All right. Yeah, we still got to make one. We didn't do that, but we're here now. We can't make one on the spot, I guess. So, uh, yeah, so I've been your host, Jonas Goldberg. I've been Akiva. And, and it's time for us to go uh, to, to leave. We're going to leave now. Uh, we're, All right. Yep, we're going to leave. All right. All it's right. been nice talking uh, to all of you take, people. Take care. Take care, kids. Be, be safe. Take uh, care, kids. If there's any kids watching this, uh, I'm sorry. Um, all right. The sidewalk. <laughs> Goodbye, my friends. <laughs>